Salam, salam from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 26th of May, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. The World Food Program, or WFP, revealed that the highest amount of aid has reached Tigray since the ceasefire that began in March. Last week, 15,000 tons of food and other supplies reached the Tigray region. The WFP Ethiopia Bureau Director, Adrian van der Nop, said that 30,000 tons of food will reach Tigray in two weeks and that they will have delivered 100,000 tons by the end of June. However, not all is good news. Donors are getting shorthanded because there are conflicts and droughts in other regions. The WFP said it hasn't got the money to help the whole country, partly because of the war in Ukraine and that it will be 500 million U.S. dollars short. The government released a statement on Friday the 20th saying that it is taking measures against an armed rebel group that calls itself the Oromo Liberation Army, a group deemed a terrorist organizations by the House of People Representatives. The press release also revealed that the government is taking measures against another organization also considered as a terrorist group, al-Shabaab, in the Oromia and Somali regions. In Amhara, groups involved in crimes such as gun running, robbery, homicide, among others, have been detained. On Tuesday the 17th, Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Foreign Airs, Demeke Mukanan, said that the neighbor Sudan has invaded Ethiopia's lands just across the border. While the Ethiopian government was busy with the war in the north and other internal affairs, Sudan invaded the disputed border between Ethiopia and Sudan. The minister said that Ethiopia is willing to enter into peaceful negotiations, but also urged the international community to denounce Sudan's invasion. On that note about conflicts in bordering areas, there was another one at the border between the Oromia and Sadama regional states. Eyewitnesses have said that some people died and many others were injured. Residents of the area have urged the government to resolve the conflict and bring peace and stability. Unfortunately, this is not where all bad news ends. The Internal Displacement Monitoring Center has revealed that in 2021 alone, 5 million people have been displaced in Ethiopia because of conflicts. And this is three times the number of people that were displaced the previous year. Almost 2 million were forced to leave Tigray, while around 1.7 million left in the Amhara region. Ethiopia currently has the highest number of displaced people in sub-Saharan Africa, followed by the Democratic Republic of Congo, South Sudan, Somalia, and Burkina Faso. Now, if you've tuned into last week's episode, you'll remember that the former Amhara region Special Force Commander, Brigadier General Teframamo, has gone missing. Well, he was found in a prison in the Amhara region's capital, Bardar. General Tafara told his lawyer that civil agents put them in a dark room for two days, and then he was taken to Debre Zawit, a city in the Oromia region, and then flown to Bardar by helicopter. General Tafra was brought to the Supreme Court of the Amhara region and was charged with attempting outrage against the Constitution. The Dirdwa City Administration Health Bureau said on Thursday the 19th that the weather is hotter than usual. The Bureau urged elderlies and people with chronic illnesses such as diabetes, high blood pressure, and heart diseases to be careful. The Bureau also urged all residents to exercise in the shade, open doors and windows, drink more water, and avoid alcoholic drinks. Speaking of the weather, the Ethiopian Meteorology Institute has predicted the next week it will start raining lightly because at the start of winter. It's expected to rain in the western and southwestern areas of the country especially. The institute also asked the people in western Ethiopia, where the dams are located, to be extra careful since there might be heavy rains in that area, which might cause floods. 
Ethiopia is on its way to establishing its very own stock market. Now, the National Bank was the one in charge of the project. However, this past week, it's been revealed that the National Bank has transferred this responsibility to another government entity, the Ethiopian Investment Holding Company. The company has also partnered with the financial sector deepening, which the government recently created to strengthen Ethiopia's financial sector. The agency is funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the UK. On that note about new establishments, the Federal Police Commission is set to introduce a disaster victim identification team to respond swiftly to natural and man-made disasters. Now, the team will be composed of professionals from the medical, forensic, and information fields, among others. The commission also had a discussion with the International Red Cross Committee on how the team will work. The Federal Police Commission has also revealed that it has detained 33 individuals suspected of stealing 22 vehicles. The number of stolen cars kept rising, and that was why the commission brought together an investigation and a monitoring team. The team found the suspects as well as the cars after an operation that took months. The team found out that the hijackers stole the cars in Addis and drove off to Hawassa the capital city of the Sadama region, almost 300 kilometers away from Addis. The police commission has urged car owners in Addis to be careful. Now, the monkeypox outbreak is currently a concern in some Ethiopian countries and the U.S. Now, the Ethiopian Public Health Institute said that the disease is a risk to Ethiopia as well. The Institute's Information Center, Zawedu Asefa, said that Ethiopia is monitoring entry points and that it is on the lookout for anyone with monkeypox and has started awareness campaigns. Zedu has also said that the Institute is preparing for the worst-case scenario. A few weeks ago, we told you that the official trophy of the FIFA World Cup was not going to be on display in Ethiopia as part of an African tour. Well, it did arrive in the country, but not alone. Former professional footballer for Barcelona, Chelsea, and Brazil's national team, Juliano Bellet, went to Ethiopia as well. Coca-Cola, which is organizing the tour as part of its marketing stunts, has revealed that David Trezegut, former professional footballer who was supposed to accompany the trophy to Addis, did not make it for personal reasons. The trophy was displayed at Mesco Square, where fans were allowed to get up close and take photos. The FIFA World Cup kicks off in November in Qatar. Now, the 8th annual Goma Award was held last week on Friday the 20th. The award recognizes the best Ethiopian TV shows and movies. Now, radio host turned actor Berhani Degafi took home the award for Best Actor in a TV Show for his role in the drama Egar Asat. Sayat Demisi won Best Actress in a TV Show for her role Eregene, which was also voted Best TV Show. Still, she did not attend the ceremony and did not accept the award. Amasad Muchi, model, actress, and wife of superstar musician Teddy Afro, won Best Actress in a Movie for her role in Monalesh. And Engdasu Abdat won the award for Best Actor for his performance in the movie Begazet. Gumma isn't the only award ceremony for the entertainment scene. The 10th edition of the Liza Award, which recognizes the best of music, movies, and TV, will be held on Wednesday the 1st of June. The final nominees have been revealed, so you can head to the awards website, we left the link in our show notes, and vote for your favorite entertainers. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. If you want to help us out, please hit the subscribe button and tell your friends about us. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at ethiopia at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Rorschach Ethiopia. Ciao.